is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talkin' Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Cowboys win 37-18. to on the road, and I feel like we just got home, Nick. Because we well, did just get home. Well, it sounds basically. like we just got home because our mics aren't on. Uh, we're not hearing ourselves through our headsets. Well, we'll just keep fighting. But through we'll it. just keep fighting through it, right? <laughs> just hopefully we're on the we're on the the on the air. There we go. There, and there we go. That's why you just got to keep fighting through. Just fight you know? through it. Just fight there through adversity, is. as Jason Garrett always says. Well, there was a lot of adversity last night to fight through, too. <laughs> it started early. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, we got a little bit of a line change today on the show. Rob Phillips in for Bill Jones. Mickey Spagnola is always to my right. And a special guest today, the great Barry Church. Yes, indeedy. Joining us on the show with Brian out today. Thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it. I know no it was a late problem. night for you, too. No problem. Doing pregame, postgame. You got cover four this morning. You got players lounge this week as well. But he didn't have to fly home. This is true. <laughs> I, was, I was asleep about six hours before you guys did. That was a late night for the, for the guys. But I'm sure it's a little bit easier always when you get a win like they did. Nope. And uh, we'll break it down over the next 45 minutes. 888-855-2297 is the number if you want to give us a call. What time did your head hit the pillow? Uh, six. Six. Mm. Yeah. And then woke up in time for... Jerry did his Tuesday hit on the fan, man. You got to be there for it, yeah. you know. You got so, to do it. The beat and, doesn't stop. And and with Jerry, there's always a story, right? Oh yeah. So he remained in New York, and he was telling the guys that he was staying at the St. Regis Hotel, which is an old, you know, elegant hotel in New York. And he said, "There's a lot of times when I have to do a, a call in the morning. They let me into what's called the old King Cole Bar." And if you call it up on the internet, it is the f- most elegant, fancy-looking place you ever seen. Like Nat King Cole, uh, Cole. Oh, C-O- Cole, I got you. Yeah, well, maybe. And, and anyway, yeah, he's in yeah. there doing the show uh, in the morning, and they asked him, "So, you little bloody Mary?" He goes, "No, I'm go. I'm gonna stick with the cafe." <laughs> <laughs> there you go, with the pinky up on. Yeah, so he he was up. He was you know, sitting. he couldn't go to sleep after that game. He mm. said he was in the mood for more than just coffee, but it was a late night. Yeah, and mm. and yeah. Now that's exactly what this team needed coming off the bye. They get to five and three. They're back, or, or they remain on top in mm-hmm. the division over Philly, who's now five and four, and just. Guys, give me your initial thoughts. I mean, this game had everything. Yeah, some, some weirdness, some bizarreness. We had a cat on the field, which is just sweeping the nation right now. Um, but overall, Cowboys, you know, once again, a slow start, but they found a way, Barry. Oh, uh, it was definitely a slow start. Um, I think it was, was that the first play of the game he threw the interception? Yes, yeah, first, first play. play of the game, threw the interception. But I loved how the defense rallied. I mean, they get to start within the 10 the yard line. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be an easy seven for uh, New York. It's going to be one of those games, one of those division <laughs> games, one of those slugfests. But the uh, defense stepped up, and I think they held them to one for five for the whole day in the red zone. Yes, so the defense yes. did a heck of a job there. Uh, we saw a lot of, from Sean Lee out there. I mean, he looked very impressive to me, at least. 
Brees um, filling in for uh, Vander Esch. So, I mean, the defense to me stole the show, but I love how Dak fought back from that interception, rallied the troops. I mean, he was a great display of uh, leadership by him. Yeah. yeah, they certainly had a lot of uh, adversity to overcome. Uh, and as Barry said, the defense allowed the Cowboys to be able to do that uh, the way they played. And you were right. They were 1-5 from the red zone. The Giants ended up kicking field goals from the 3, the 7, the 8, and the 11. That, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. right? That's huge. That, you know, they, they drove down there but uh, couldn't get, uh, you know, more than the one touchdown. So uh, credit the defense and then credit the offense from – uh, keeping their composure, you know, and and you know it's going to be what's in my column when I finally finish it here this afternoon. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, that you have a right to sleep. This is this is this is an indication of how good this team can be when you play that poorly for almost a half. Uh, and then you can win 37 to 18. Mm. That that's rather remarkable that you can turn it around like that. And if they, you know, we thought they finally had figured it out against the Eagles, kind of put it together a complete game, and then they get off to this false start. You know, and Barry mentioned the interception on the first play of the game. Well, actually, the first play of the game was the kickoff that bounced at the 10 yard oh, line. Yeah. And, and Tony Pollard catches it as he's stepping out of bounds, and then they're starting way back there. So it was one thing after another after another. Uh, and we've yet, seen that, right? Yes, Especially and, on and, the and that's why the they've lost. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's true. why they lost basically three of those games. I mean, Barry hit on it. It's kind of that here-we-go-again feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think I said to you in the press box at halftime, this is like the Jets game all yeah. over again exactly. in terms of just uh, it, balls dropping through guys' fingers, turnovers, sacks. Ending drives, uh, everything that they could do to prevent themselves from getting off to a good start, they did and, offensively. And, and, and penalties. Uh, Randall Cobb's got to lead the league in <laughs> touchdowns called back by penalties. I feel bad for my guy. <laughs> Another one. It's like his fourth touchdown yeah. called back. Yep. I mean, that's unbelievable. You know, you have that. You have drops on a wide-open screen pass uh, by Pollard. Uh, that You know, we mentioned the, the – the hold call on Tyron, and I still didn't see it again to see if it was real a hold. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he dominates somebody so badly that it looks like a hold. Right, get him a mercy call. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it was just one after another after another. And, and then all of a sudden it's halftime and you look up and they're leading 13 to 12. And it's like, how did that happen? So, yeah, um, you know, credit for coming back. But uh, as Jerry was saying on his, on his show this morning, you know, we can't keep doing that when we end up playing better teams. We're capable of playing those teams, but we can't start like that and think you're going to recover all the time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you, um, he's right about that. You can't go out there against, you know, the Patriots of the world, Kansas City Chiefs and all those guys, and expect to hold them to one to five in the red zone. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Um, and those teams are going to capitalize off of those fumbles. We saw that Randall Cobb fumble. Um, I don't think, was that the only takeaway from the game? Well, it was the interception, oh, yeah, and, the, the interception. and then they lost that fumble. Yeah, yeah, we can't turn the ball over against a playoff team. So I'm interested to see how that dynamic will work going forward at this season. Yeah, because – What's the mindset as a player when you guys feel like you're probably more talented than another team, but it's the constant shooting yourself in the foot thing? I mean, is it how do you how do you rationalize that? How do you get past it? I guess is the question because they the Philly game before the bye that was a complete football game. Oh, yeah. that, that was that the was best huge. I think we'd seen them all season, and I don't I didn't I didn't feel 
notice disappointment necessarily from the offensive side of the ball, but I think they, they you know, because I felt like they were getting what they wanted offensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeke Elliott, the offensive line dominated up front. Uh, but when you're not able to, to cash in, how frustrating does that get as a player? Oh, it's frustrating, I mean, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, when you're playing your butts off, you're holding them in the red zone like that, and you see your offense is just dominating. I mean, these holes that Zeke were running through, I mean, I could probably fit through a couple of those holes. I mean, but he um, it's frustrating as a defensive player. I know that. Um, but, you know, the offense was able to rally in the second half. They were able to make adjustments that they needed to make. And I feel like New York never – Throughout the whole game, I feel like the Cowboys just imposed their will on uh, New York, especially offensively and, de- well, and defensively. But um, offensively, I feel like they imposed their will, especially in the run game. So um, if they can continue to doing that and continue scoring points, I mean, it's not going to be that frustrating for this defense. Yeah. You know, I was laughing. Uh, so before the game, uh, I talked with a, a friend of mine that covers the Giants, and he said, oh, he goes, the Cowboys will score however many points they want to score. He goes, it'll just happen. <laughs> and I'm sitting there at halftime, and it's 13 to 12, and I'm going, okay, this maybe not was accurate, right? Because <laughs> they're not going to score as many. And then all of a sudden they, they turn it on. And, uh, boy, you're right. Um, the offensive line played so well. Um, you know, another game, Dak doesn't get sacked. I know he had to use his legs to get out of trouble a couple times, but still no sacks. And you can almost watch him in the pocket when he sets up and he's looking around, and you're going, okay, he's got something here. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you, yeah. you don't even need to look downfield. It's You could tell his 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 position in the pocket and how he's holding himself. It's like, okay, he's got a pass coming up. And that's what happened on that touchdown to Cooper. That was they, had to, they had to blow that coverage, right? The, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's the corner would lack, acted like he was in zone exactly. and everybody else was in <laughs> Everybody man. was in man. And that, and that play, I mean, I'm, not, I'm surprised New York didn't see that coming. I mean, that's a staple of Garrett's offense. I know he's not the OC anymore, but that big-time dagger, uh, yeah, big-time dig route, uh, about 15 to 20 yards deep, that's on the mainstay since I've been playing here. Like, you know that's coming. That's the guy to have it play. And But um, you, you said it right. When Dak was back there, his command and just his composure back there, he knew he had the play open, and he threw a strike right down the middle to uh, Cooper, and he finished the rest. So, I mean, his composure in the pocket was outstanding this game. It has been pretty much all season. So let's go back to that first interception. Did did the safety – do you think Dak – did the safety fool Dak, or did Dak not see where the safety came down into the box? I don't think he saw him. I mean, I think he – you know, he saw – a kind of open grass over there and saw that slant kind of open, but I think uh, Bethea did a good job of kind of hiding in the weeds behind all those tight Because he kind of was yeah, low. He, he was kind of sat on right? it yeah. the whole time. Because yeah. he was like right, I think he was at a yard with the line of scrimmage. He was on the line of scrimmage, scrimmage yeah. almost, right? I just don't think he saw him behind those behemoths, and uh, he made a good play. I mean, yeah. hat goes off to him. He made a good play, but our defense, once again, was able to rally. And the Cowboys' safety said, we don't need no Jamal Adams. Nah, I can play Earl this game. Thomas. Uh, Xavier Woods, right? Had oh, a nice man. game by him. He had a heck of a game out there. And um, the first, the interception that he had, I loved how it was a great play by him. He was in the center of center field, played it great. But I loved how Wuzier was able to funnel the receiver into his help um, at the post safety spot. You know, a lot of the times you see those deep fade balls going out outside near the sidelines, and you know, the safety can't really do anything over there. But he was able to funnel him to the numbers, which. Any good safety back there should be able to center field between the numbers. He did a great job of funneling them in there. Xavier made the great pick, got him back in field goal range. I mean, it was a heck of a play. And then you you saw how he laid the lumber on uh, young Danny Dimes over there later on in the game. I mean, he came to play. He came to play. When you guys, when you played a rookie quarterback in the past, is, is the mindset, if we just continue to hit him, 
and pressure him, eventually there's going to be mistakes made. Because I think he, I think he had about 13 turnovers going oh, into yeah. the game, and he hadn't played a full season either. Oh yeah, he's he's been. I think he's tied for most in the league with seven fumbles or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, when you're playing a young guy like that. Uh, you got to kind of lick your chops. You know, that defensive line was getting after him. If they can disguise their coverages, because you know he hasn't seen everything. He's not a Tom Brady. He's not a Aaron Rodgers who's seen every defense out there. So if you're able to disguise your coverages and get him off his first read, you should be able to eat out there. And the Cowboys were able to. You know, it's almost like a, a boxing match, right? You keep throwing body shots. Sooner or later, the head falls. Mm-hmm. You keep hit, hitting him, and his head starts coming down. Uh, and that's what they should have done to Sam Darnold. What was it? The, <laughs> I agree. Was still it the third, he's been on this. Was it the weeks. third? The third play, their third defensive play of the game. They they blitzed Heath. With, oh yeah, on the goal line mm-hmm. there. That's what they should have been doing against Sam Darnold, you know, and they blitzed a lot more than I think we've seen them blitz this oh, yeah. year. I mean, they had Jalen Smith in there blitzing or rushing off the edge. And like you said, Heath was in there off the edge. So they confused them a little bit out there. And they, they had them kind of with happy feet back there, not knowing where it was coming. And he was just kind of, oh, I got to get rid of it. And uh, they did a great job of that. And I agree, they should have done that against Sam Darnold. Were you guys surprised? And maybe I shouldn't be surprised. Michael Bennett, I think it's 43 snaps. In the game, I was getting ready to print it out, and then I forgot. I, I think. I mean, he played a good number no, of snaps. You're and, absolutely right. And I mean, you could argue he had as much impact rushing the passer as D. Law or or Robert Quinn in the game. What'd you see from him, Barry? Uh, I was really impressed. I mean, I knew coming into the game, he had a high energy, high motor type guy. So I knew Rod was going to fall in love with that because you know if he doesn't loaf out there, you're one of Rod's guys right there. So I knew he had an advantage from that point. But the way he just continued to motor through and have that interior pressure that we've been missing out on all season was key for me. I mean, he, he was getting after the quarterback. I think he had a sack in that game as yes. well. So, I mean, his, his presence was known. I mean, he was getting under the skin of Will Hernandez out there. <laughs> I mean, he was just – his energy out there, you could see it. I mean, any, everybody was kind of just rallying around him. Every play he made or every play somebody else made, he was all around it. The juice was heavy. So, I think he kind of brought that extra momentum, that juice to the defense that they needed. And they capitalized off it and they fed off of it. He had three tackles, one sack, two tackles for losses, and four quarterback hits. Impressive. And he would have had another one if he didn't call, get called for lining up in the neutral zone. Oh, yeah. Which I would right. like to go back and see oh, because no. – the, the well, if the TV line was accurate, his hand was right on the line. It wasn't like he jumped past it. It's like, what are you looking at? Did that extend the drive? Yes, late? that was. Mm-hmm. Did they score? That off was of a that? third. That was a third down, I believe, if I remember correctly. It was early. Yeah, that was the Latimer touchdown drive. Yeah, offsides. Yeah, yeah. yep. Early second quarter, but. Overall, he had a couple of defensive offsides, but but his effort. You're, you're effort, right. High that motor effort, man. And even when he got blocked, he just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. And he's not the biggest guy. I mean, he's 270, 275. Um, but yeah, and, and and I was surprised they used him as much at defensive end. Also, me too. They 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 subbed him in there for Lawrence for quite a bit actually. At, at left defensive at left end. Defensive end. And, and you saw him too. And and D Law will do it too. But that wide where he's almost like a five technique, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, where he loves doing that. We've seen him do that in the past where he can kind of use that space to get to the quarterback. Um, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's familiar with the scheme, Chris Richard, and he's been playing. It's not like he's not in shape. Uh, but it looks like it's exactly – I mean, it was basically watching what Tyrone Crawford gives his defense when he's healthy. Is, in terms yeah, and of I think a and this guy spots. may be even better at, at what – you know, it's – Tyrone was great, but this guy's, I think, at a different level. 
his pass rush, at least, anyway. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, he, he, he really comes. And uh, like I said, all you needed to know is there's the quarterback. You're supposed to go get him. Just, you know, <laughs> and a couple times they got themselves in trouble. They were too aggressive when they ran those misdirection plays, yeah. uh, end arounds, and, you know, they were all crashing in towards the quarterback and wide open spaces. But having said all that, the Giants only scored 18 points. I mean, that's, that's just unbelievable to me. And, mm-hmm. and and the turning point of the game was that kind of 50, it was like a minute and five seconds uh, where uh, they they ended up with the Blake Jarwin touchdown. Um, that might have been yeah. 40, the momentum changer 42 right yards. And the then, streak continues for Blake Jarwin at right. MetLife Stadium. Get, get him the ball. He's got, <laughs> six, <laughs> he's got six touchdowns, five against the Giants. He could just play the Giants every time. But he scores the 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 Giants get the ball back with like 52 seconds and I'm sitting there going okay you got a lead it's 12 to 10 don't get fancy here and on third down at the 26 they're going to throw a bomb I didn't understand it at all what are you thinking about right and just chucked it up into double coverage and so in, in, like, for a team sure. that had only scored 10 with three points you gave up 10 in a minute and yeah 52 that was a huge momentum shift I, I didn't understand that maybe they thought you know we can get some points before half, but uh, the way your offense was going that whole game, I just don't think that would have been a smart move. I think you should have just ran the clock out and went into yeah. halftime, but Cowboys took advantage of it. So that that was a huge turnaround in the game. Um, and then the other big turnaround is when the black cat came in, right? <laughs> you, because, ever seen, you ever seen something like that? You've been covering I've, I've football seen, for I've how long? I've seen, you know, birds maybe on the field or something <laughs> or a squirrel, but I don't know if I've ever seen a black cat. Right and a healthy black cat. Oh yeah, he was chunky. He was eating good. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's he why was I not said a starved stray. Th- this dude mm-hmm. was living in the stadium. Th- oh, yeah. This was no accident. He's mm-hmm. just a stray off the, you know, uh, out of the swamps in in the Meadowlands there. That, that was somebody's pet. Oh yeah. Well, you guys were there. Was was the I heard was a cat on there during play? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because they were yeah. the, the Giants were going to our left. The cat was in the end zone at the right, and he's screwing around there. And Jason said this morning he finally told. The official in front of him, he goes, how much longer are we going to do this with the cat on the field, you know? I don't even know if they were aware. Well, they weren't aware of a lot of things, and I guess they wouldn't have seen a cat, too. Uh, And Jerry said this morning, he goes, that was a scary-looking cat, too. Oh, yeah. Especially when they had the close-up on his face. (laughs) He was ready to play. No doubt. doubt. Uh, Yeah, but I don't know if I've seen a cat come on the field like that. That was was different, especially since it was wandering around before they decided to stop play. But anyway, I think it was (laughs) seven plays later, you know, they're up 12. The three. They went on a ten nothing run after MetLife Cat made yeah. it. Well, it's... actually, they they and then they and then the, after that they ended up outscoring them thirty four to to six, mm. right? Thirty four to six. That's Defense unbelievable. Tubs. So yeah. you know, I thought they brought the cat out to kind of jinx the Cowboys. It's like you think they brought it out, kind of jinx themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I don't mess, know if they brought it out or not, but I, I mean, where'd that cat come from? He had to come down through the the tunnel to get out on the get field. Security, Somebody right? had to see I mean, him. You know, the guy was checking my badge. Why didn't he check the cat's badge? I was trying to think, Barry. Like in all the years you've been here, was there anything close to that? On the, just weirdness on the field. I don't know. Yeah, in my yeah. nine years of playing, I've never seen any like an animal come in. I've never seen a streaker, anything like that. I mean, it's 
That was pretty awesome. You know, it happens in baseball a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you end up running around after something, and you make a fool of yourself because you ain't going to catch the cat. No. Right? Yeah. There's no well, that's way. what I was yelling in the press conference. Somebody just pick it up. Yeah, but I guess that's, go, I mean, you know, yeah, you know, make it, a fool of themselves in front zigzag. of 76,000 people in national TV. When that cat starts darting, you got no shot No shot at all. Right? You're just kind of hoping to kind of encourage them to kind of move towards one Let's of the tunnels. Let's funnel them over here. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you hear the Kevin Harlan call? Yes, I did. On Westwood One? Yes. That was incredible. He did play-by-play, basically, that was awesome. the cat. I heard zone. that as well. Good but, stuff. Um, Speaking of the refs not seeing stuff, what were you guys' thoughts on those pass interference calls or non-calls? I'm not sure they got any of them right. Yeah, it was it was rough. Right? It was rough for them. The, the refs, I'm saying, it was rough. Man. It was Shermer... He ch- he challenged one no call, right? The one uh, with Ingram, I believe. With Ingram. Yeah. And I think it's just reached a point now. I, I don't. Coaches just may be resigned to the fact that if it's not Saints Rams, it's not being overturned. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's got to be oblivious yeah. for them to do that. I mean, because if you, if you do it in slow motion, everything looks like passing interference if you do it in slow motion. But um, that one on, uh, on Ingram, I thought it, I think it got there a little early, but. Because uh-huh. he kind of came through his back. He did. Right? Now, I know he reached over and got the ball, mm-hmm. but he kind of came through his back to get there. Um, now, the one on the one they called, the one they called with the guy. Baker, I believe. It was Baker yeah. on Cooper. You know, he was kind of holding him back. He had his arm kind of arm barring him in there. <laughs> but I've seen worse. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Seen worse. Yeah, Maybe the only I mean, one they got right was the one then when Uzi, the guy kind of tripped down and fell, and I didn't think he really pushed him or anything. Mm. But I'm, they at least didn't call that. I'm yeah. interested in your thoughts as a DB because it, to me it's reached a point where we've analyzed this so much that it's almost like a, the catch rule. Like I'm not sure anymore. Now I'm second-guessing myself on every call or no call. Here. I mean, yeah, as a DB, you're, you're scared to even put hands on these guys. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the one with uh, with Cooper out there, you know, as a DB, I'm thinking, oh, they're hand-fighting out there. But mm-hmm. I guess the refs thought otherwise. But, I mean, it's hard as a defender. I mean, you, you can't touch them past five yards. Um, you can't hit them like you want to. I mean, it's it's tough for a defender out there. But I guess you got to, you know, kind of adjust to the rules and make plays. Now the best ones do it. Except I just don't think they're being consistent that is true. On how they're doing it. So how do you how do you adjust? And if I'm a coach, I'm I'm not even challenging pass interference anymore. Oh yeah, I'm not wasting a challenge on that. Cuz they're not going to overturn. They're it. not going to do it. I was surprised when Shermer did it. Yeah, this will be but a one and done rule for sure. I think so too. Sometimes you just get so mad, you go, "Okay, I'm throwing the <laughs> what flag." Are you yeah. at? Right? And you're, yeah. And you're trying and you're trying to get back in the game too. Yeah. All right, let's take our first break. 888-855-2297 is the number. We'll continue breaking down Cowboys and Giants next on Talking Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer, where you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses. You can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give, Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So-so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. 
Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open down. Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Join us November 9th on Tostitos Championship Plaza for the Salute to Service Plaza Party. Enjoy live entertainment, military ceremonies, Dallas Cowboys alumni autographs, and more. After the event festivities, the star will be hosting the top two Madden players as they face off in the EA Sports Madden NFL 20 Club Championship presented by Spire. So is that Admission and parking are free. That's going to be on the big video board. You're going to see it. It's in the plaza, so yeah, I guess so. It is. Those guys are going to get nervous. I would too, yeah. But, I mean, these are high-level Madden guys, though, Mick. I mean, right. These guys I are used, like big time. I used to be superstitious. Like, I never – while I was playing, I never played Madden because I figured if I got hurt in Madden, <laughs> I, like, what if something crazy happened while I was playing Madden and my character got hurt or something, and then I just – I was superstitious, man. I never played it. Never so, played in all your years. Never played wow. it. I picked up the first my first copy of Madden when I retired, so it was – 2019, I picked. <laughs> I was like, let me see what this game's all about. But yeah, I never wanted uh, any parts of that, man. That's funny because every year when the Madden ratings come out, I mean, it's become a social media thing. Oh, yeah. Guys getting on Twitter, oh, reacting to their ratings, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, getting pissed off. Have you ever mm. played? No. I played. I played <laughs> I'm some shocked sort, by that. I played some sort of video game a long, long time ago when they first came out with uh, a nephew. But. And I had no idea what I was doing. And, you know, it, uh, no, it was football. But I did play Pong. I was pretty darn good at it, too. Techno right Super Bowl back Techno, in the day? Yeah, was I'm not sure what it was, yeah, but yeah, it had yeah. the little button where you could accelerate guys or oh, wow. make them jump higher or whatever the, <laughs> the deal was. Yeah, yeah, I like it. We're going back decades. Yeah, now. that's yeah, what I'm saying. Back. That's how way long back. it's been. But, no, i got my own team to take care of. I ain't got to worry there about that. There we go. So next year there will be an option to put a black cat on the field, too. they got to be. that Speaking of superstitions, right? I get Zeke and I think Dak said too. I'm not going anywhere near this thing. I'm Zeke not said he's allergic. But I'm not, yeah. He said I'm allergic yeah, yeah. to cats. I wouldn't go and buy it. Mm, mm, mm. Turned out okay. That's the Great Berry Church. Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips hosting for Bill Jones today. Cowboys win. What was the final on that? 37-18. 18, because I had 37-20 after the game last night. And I was like, where did I get 20? Well, Jordan mm. Lewis with a late 
fumble return for a Scoop touchdown. And score. Yeah, now these these takeaways are starting to come. They for come this in defense. bunches, and that guy's for some reason he's always around the ball. I feel like he's a magnet for some reason. Like yeah. every time he steps on the field, something he's either getting a PBU. He should go to Vegas. I think <laughs> I think played a lottery. Some somebody throws him a pass, and it goes right to him. <laughs> right in the chest. <laughs> But give him some credit, Nick. <laughs> no, I give him credit for picking up the ball the way he did on the run, right? A lot of times Pretty guys athletic. are flopping yeah. around and you know they boot it and kick it and and he just scooped and scored. That was a good yeah. run too. That it shows was. you what he can do. Yeah. And, you know, Anthony Brown was active for this game, but more snaps for Jordan Lewis. And so I think that's you know an indication that the coaching staff is saying, all right, when you're out there, you're making plays. Do so you think uh he'll relinquish this job or you think it's his to is the key. Yeah, I I was trying to kind of focus on the the coverage part of it, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't see him making a bunch of tackles, which means his either. guy probably didn't catch that many passes. Yeah. Must have been locking down out there. Yeah. Let me see what he had. And, you know, he's made plays, to Barry's point, when called upon. Go back to last year, Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. um, did a nice job a couple weeks ago. Just, you know. Some guys have a knack for it. Yeah. I mean, well, he just... did have six tackles, so he, he was around it somewhere. Some um, guys are just, you know, yeah. they might not be the greatest athletes, but they're just great football players. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he seems and, to fit the mold of one of those guys. And they did. They, it looked like they weren't going to have Anthony Brown active, and then they mm-hmm. changed it, and he was active, and they used him on when they went dime. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. They used him in dime, but that was basically just about it. So, yeah, we'll see where that goes forward. But, uh how about Sean Lee? Mm. That's where I was going. Barry's guy. Vintage played, Lee. Played huh? with him a long mm. time. Vintage Lee, man. That's, that's my guy right there, man. I, I was excited to see him out there playing as fast as he did. I mean, he looked like a rookie again. The guy was all over Saquon, any type of little dump-off pass. And usually that's where Saquon makes his you know, his yards, little dump-off pass, make a guy miss, and he's off for 80. Uh, Sean wasn't having it. I mean, he closed the gap on him, made a lot of great open field tackles out there, showed the physicality. I mean, the guy knocked the rust off last night. I, I, I was impressed. Tied for the team lead with 12 tackles. Jalen Smith had 12, I believe. They both had 12. Uh, but he was back playing his normal position, will, right? Will He's playing the will, and that's supposed to be the guy that's freed up to and chase the ball, the right? This is true. This is true. Uh, he, when we were playing, when I was here playing with him, I mean, that was that was his position. I mean, he was the lineman wasn't wasn't getting up to him, so he was out there free range and basically making every play out there. And it looked like he went back to that. I mean, um, no lineman got up onto him, so it was a great job by Bennett down there and those boys to keep the lineman off of him, and uh, he was able to flow and play free. And I uh, made plays for this team, and I was like I said, I was highly impressed by his play last night. And then he played the nickel, and, yeah. and, and, and you know he was yeah, all over two the linebackers. place. Yep. So yeah, and and then you know the the one play they gave up was to Saquon on the screen, and you know they all kind of bid on whatever, and no, there was only one guy over yeah. there, and he had and blockers. They had three yep. blockers out front, and then he did his thing. But the next time they tried it, Sean Lee goes, oh, no, you ain't fooling me <laughs> Not again. Not twice. Right? It was funny because I was just looking at the box score before Saquon's big catch and run, and it, I think they'd allowed 34 total yards total. against him. I mean, that's I, I don't know if you can defend a player of that caliber much better than they did. I'll tell and, you what. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, to, to your point, Barry, it, Jason was on the fan this morning and talked about Sean in space and what he was able to do. And he really was doing that against Philly, too, when mm-hmm. Leighton went out as well, which is, true. which is so key against a guy like Barkley. Man, they were – this defense uh, did a great job of gang tackling out there yesterday, I believe. I mean, there was there were solo tackles out there, but for the most part, I mean, you saw two, three, four, sometimes five hats at the ball at one time just picking apart these guys. And uh, at the end of the night, I just don't think New York wanted any parts of it. I mean, they were taking a lot of hits. I mean, Will, they frustrated them. Will Hernandez was trying to swing on everybody. So, <laughs> I mean, they got under their skin and they just – they played a 
good brand of football last night. That guy got away with murder. He did. <laughs> if you can get rid of, if you could have murder on a football field, it got because he was man. the instigator of all that all stuff, of it, and he never yeah. got called for anything. Pushing people, everything. Called Xavier Woods for taunting. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I was like, what? We were looking for a replay. Like, did he throw a punch or something? But I didn't didn't see. I mean, he shoved back, right? Maybe yeah. he said something. I, I mean, don't know. The, the, the head referee had him kind of cordoned off, and the, I know he was yelling, but taunting. Yeah. And it wasn't that guy that called it. It was the guy standing way over there. Yeah, I didn't understand that one. They were missing a lot of things yesterday. I asked one of the doctors after the game because there were so many personal fouls. I said, did you guys get any personal fouls called on you? Did you shove anybody out of bounds? <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. Hey, it was, that was a ridiculous little segment they did right there. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the stats after the game, Cowboys defense, they allow 5 of 16 third down conversions. On the season, they're holding opponents 27 of 96. That's 28% completion percentage on third down. And it was 26%, so it went up in that game because they gave up 31%. Second lowest in the league. And, Barry, I mean, I think when we've talked about this defense all year long, there hasn't been that many games where I feel like they've played up to their own standard. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, man, what's the ceiling for these guys if they can put it all together consistently, man, right? If they can do it consistently, I mean, this is this to me is a top five defense, but they got to do it consistently. Um, they've, we've shown, we've we've seen like last week they have the capabilities of rushing the passer and making things happen, and we just haven't seen it on a consistent basis. Now maybe with you know Bennett being there and bringing that juice to that defense, maybe we'll start to see it on a consistent basis. But if they can get that done, I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, they got the secondary. They got all the pieces to be a great defense, a top-five defense. They just need the consistency, and I think it'll happen. I think Bennett's sort of like Blake Jarwin. He'd like to play the Giants all the time. <laughs> I went back and looked at the, the the stats from the two games he played with the Eagles against the Giants last year. He, com- he had 82 snaps. He had seven tackles, two sacks, four quarterback hits, two tackles for a loss, and a forced fumble in the two games against the Giants. And and I was thinking, well, it's a different quarterback, and I'm going, no, it's the same offensive line. Mm-hmm. So he should be he should be productive. I missed my gut feeling by a sack, right? What was your gut feeling? That he was going to get two, two, two sacks. Oh, yeah? Mm, and okay. he got All one. Money. And I think he had another one that got called back maybe, or maybe he did something wrong. I can't remember if it was the offsides or – a uh, in the neutral zone. You know who uh, also stepped up great for interior rush was uh, Malik Collins. Yes, yes, I and mean, he's been yeah. doing that. And he's, yeah, these past couple of weeks, he's kind of turned it up a notch, and um, he's kind of like, hey, don't forget about me, guys. I'm still here, <laughs> and uh, he looked great out there. I mean, he he had interior pressure when he wasn't sacking the quarterback. He was in the quarterback's face, causing errant throws. So uh, he played his butt off uh, yesterday as well, man. So shout goes out to uh, Malik Collins, man. Played great. Let's see what the old Malik's line Malik. was in the game going. here. I feel like his best game might have been to your point Barry the Philly game right before the bye yeah. and so they had two sacks or two tackles a sack a tackle for a loss a quarterback hit so yeah he was pretty active yeah. in the middle there and Dorrance Armstrong with a late sack as well was that his first sack of his career um I think I might have heard that was the rookie inactive yesterday um, uh, Joe Jackson Hill. and Tristan Joe, They were Hill. both inactive. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I would imagine Bennett kind of played for yeah, both of them. That's true. I wonder if he'll. See, you think he'll see the field the rest of this year, Tristan? He, he's going to have to be more productive. Yeah. And and I think with Bennett here, I think that's it's going to be tough if everybody stays healthy. So, and, and he needs to grow up a little bit. Yeah. Twenty one years uh, old. Hope uh, he can get out of, out of Rod's doghouse there. Don't don't be showing up late for oh, anything. I anything, especially the first practice after a bye. 
I mean, come on. And it's a rookie year. It's yeah, a rookie yeah. year. Yeah. You know, it went back to what, remember when we were in training camp, I can't remember who did what, and I said, he's one of the expendables. If you're expendable, you can't screw you can't up. at all. Because they will expend you. <laughs> yeah. You're out, right? And so, yeah, now they, you know, he's not, you know, but sometimes guys just little too young to understand what this league is all about. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and he what and he, he my understanding he just got there in time for the, for the charter on 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 Sunday. Oh. How do you live your life that way? You can't, especially Not. a rookie year. You got to be the. I would have been citizen. there when, when the, they said the line opened at eleven forty five for a one o'clock start uh, departure. I'd have been there at eleven forty six. You got to be. I'd have been there the first one. Goodness. I mean, I'm paranoid enough because they ain't waiting for me, right? I, yeah, I get paranoid about traffic every I mean, time. Back in the Valley Ranch days, you know, the, the airport was right there. Right. And now yeah. they're coming from uh, Frisco, right? So, I mean, you got to leave yourself enough time. you got to know <laughs> when to get there, especially after making that mistake of being late uh, right after the bye week. So, it's not a good look, man, back-to-back. It's not a good look. What's You've been a young player playing for Rod. What's... What's line one for playing? Well, I mean, his demands for a young player. What does he tell guys? The, the, pretty much the only thing he tells, even our even the veteran guys, man, do not loaf on my field. If you loaf on that field, and that's why I think Bennett is such a great fit for him because he's a high motor guy. He doesn't loaf. He gets after the quarterback and you know doesn't complain about it. But back to Marinelli, I mean, it, he hates loafing with a passion. If you're on there and you getting his loafs are considered getting passed up by a te- or uh, getting passed up by a teammate, like if you're hustling and then it, it has to be in your same position group. Like if a D back passes up a D lineman, I mean it's not that's not a loaf. But uh, if another D lineman passes you up, that's a loaf. If you have a speed change, that's a loaf. If you're sitting on the ground and not getting off the ground like it's a hot plate, that's a loaf. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean he, that's he's preaching that. Each and every day, don't loaf. I mean, we're breaking film down from practice, saying, "Oh, that's a loaf. That's a loaf." I mean, he's counting them out. I mean, it's 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 great. But um, he gets those guys rolling. I mean, uh, and when he first came in here, you know, I think it was what 2013, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we had a pretty bad defense, but that next year when we made the playoffs, I mean, we we took leaps and bounds, and that was just because of Rod instilling that hustle into us, not to loaf. Don't you know, play for the name on the back of your jersey type deal. And uh, he got us flying around to the ball, and from there on, I feel like just he kind of just got the defense going in that direction where you see four or five hats at the ball, not just one. And uh, I think that goes the credit to Rob Manelli's coaching ability. And I think Chris Richard has adopted. I mean, he probably had it already. This is true. But, uh, they they fit together pretty well. All right, good enough, good stuff, Barry. All right, uh, we'll take one more break. Oh, we're almost out of time. Back to wrap things up next on Talking Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. 
best network based on GWS One Score September 2019. Bessalor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys. So if you get to jackblack.com, Jack Black made Santa approved. The big guy knows a lot about keeping his beard groomed and looking season ready. But Jack Black knows even more. Free Supreme Cream, 2.6 ounces with your $60 purchase. Use the code BEARD. Go to getjackblack.com. Way to go, Mick. There it is. That's the best part of our show, Barry. We don't know where this is going to go most of the time with these reads. But this is a good read. I didn't have to add lib. Man, it's almost holiday time, huh? They got the holiday reads out. Yeah, already. Huh? I guess it is Thanksgiving coming up. The yeah. store has already had Christmas stuff in before even <laughs> Halloween. I did see some Christmas lights I was like, before. seriously? What? We haven't even got to Thanksgiving yet. This is true. It's coming up fast, though. As you said, there's a quick stretch of games coming up, and they got to be ready. I mean, this is a short week. Barry, how do you, if you play a game like this last night, how do you try to get your body ready? And you know, it is a Sunday night game, mm-hmm. but how do you approach this week with Minnesota coming up? So for this week, uh, I'd still approach it the same type of way um, as we if it was a Sunday night, or if it was a um, if we played on Sunday and we came back around on a Sunday. That's it's, a, it's a still a nice little chunk of uh, time in between. But those Thursday night games, those are the ones that'll. That'll get you scratching your head like, wow, man, we got to go right back out there and do this. And I believe that's the next one after this. Uh... Well, they'll play Minnesota, yeah. then at Detroit, and then at New England. It's a late afternoon start, mm. and then you get back real late probably. Yep. It's a long flight. Yeah. And then you got to play Thursday. Yeah, now that's the that transition right there is going to be tough. Well, it was always tough for me. Just seeing you have your bumps, but you don't really get over your bumps and bruises till about Thursday. <laughs> but that day you're expected to play a game, so I expect the coaches to kind of take the load off of them a little bit, um, just to inter- get ready for this Thursday night game. But uh, for this little stretch they have coming up, I feel as though um, they'll have a long enough break to get their their bodies right and their mental. Uh, capacity right to deal with uh, the Minnesota team coming in here. And that's going to be no slouch. I mean, they got Dalvin Cook back there running the best he's ever run. Um, they got Diggs. I don't believe Thielen might play, but I'm not sure. But Diggs is enough. I mean, he's over there. He's an explosive weapon in his own. And uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. I mean, a lot of people were sleeping on him early in the season, but he's kind of kind of turned the page a little bit, and he's been playing well. So, And you know their defense is always coming to play no matter who they play. So, that's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. So um, I know you guys are going to be there. So I mean, oh, yeah. it's going to be an electric game. Zim will have them fired up for this one. Oh, I guarantee you that, right? Yeah. He was old Cowboys coach, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll be fired up for this one for sure. As a matter of fact, Zim and I first met when he was a graduate assistant at University of Missouri. 
It is. Is yeah. that right? I yeah, didn't know yeah. he coached there. For like a year or two, I want to say around 78 maybe, something like that. And uh, that's how that's where he got his coaching start. Yeah, mm. he got Terrence Newman coming back. He's a coach yeah, under. That's Zimmer. right. Yeah. Yeah. Terrence Newman. He knew. Oh man, a lot of years. I mean, yeah, a lot of knowledge. It's going to be a, a great uh, reunion. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's the Vikings, so uh, everybody will be talking about the the Hail Mary. Because <laughs> yeah. anytime they play the Vikings, the the Hail Mary comes up, right? This is true. Barry, you've been true. on the Happy Hour show with us. It, that was a great story by uh, Drew Pearson. With Drew, I, he I think ten minutes talking, just broke it all <laughs> down. And I feel like I heard that story a million times, but he told it in depth. And you write a story about that. I right? did for the Game Day magazine. Yeah, I kind of went back and got all these interviews I did with either Staubach or Drew, and uh, kind of put it together, and then tied it into the display here at the star with the 36 frames of the play <laughs> along draped down between the staircase here very cool that's what that i always wonder what that is that's what you didn't oh, you I didn't, didn't focus on it no i saw like the 88 and i'm like okay that's pretty cool but i didn't know that's oh, they, that's they got sweet. they they got they finally they, and it took some deal because nfl network didn't have like the shot of the play they needed. Mm -hmm. So they went back to, I, I believe it was CBS was doing the game, and they still had it in their archives. Oh, that's pretty sweet. So they took it frame by frame, and there's I, no one knew how many frames, so I had to walk up and down the steps <laughs> counting and make sure I had it right. But there's 36 pictures up there. Oh, that's pretty sweet right yeah, there. Yeah. That's creative, man. That is. And you, and you know, no expense yeah. around here. And man. just to, to kind of tease it, uh, so Drew said that uh, the night – the night before the game when he was sleeping, he had a dream that he caught the winning touchdown and he threw the ball in the stands, which back then was a $150 fine. I don't know what oh, it is it now. If you cost me about five grand last time. Did, I did. Okay. <laughs> so, so he's, so he, he's, he said, he goes, well, if I do anything good in this, I'm throwing, I'm going to follow my dream. Right. So he scores and he doesn't think twice and he throws the ball but there was no stands where he threw it, and it went past the scoreboard into the parking lot. And to this day, no one's ever claimed that they've got the ball. Huh? It's never been found again. <laughs> it's in somebody's trophy case. Right? Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. But if you had it, uh, you know, I, I mean, that would be worth a lot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Be on the lookout for your story, right? Yes, absolutely. Be in the Game Day magazine. Cover four. Cover players, four lounge. players Lounge. Barry Church doing great work around here. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, this Thanks was for great. Thanks yeah. for being with oh, us. That yeah. was awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. Cowboys win. It's a victory Tuesday here at the Star, and the break is next. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?